When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Hello and welcome to Sentimental Garbage, a podcast where we talk about the culture we love that society sometimes makes us feel ashamed of. My name is Caroline and I can think of several things that taste as good as skinny fields. And fresh from our Calvin Klein shoot with Mark Wahlberg, it's Alexandra Haddo. Hello. Yes, Mark was awful. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Did he beat you within an interview live before yes, leaving you? Exactly. And then, then mysteriously get off. And then got away with it. Um, <laughs> and many years later, got drunk on Graham Nelson. <laughs> and today we're talking about Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> and my love of him. <laughs> Society would make you feel ashamed about loving Mark Wahlberg. And for the right reasons. Now, today yeah. we're talking about Kate Moss. Yes. And I would say my, my relationship of knowing you... Yeah. And knowing anything about Kate Moss <laughs> is the same journey. It's like I met you and yeah. the next day I got to know facts about Kate Moss because <laughs> you must impress them upon everyone you meet. Yeah, someone's just like having a yogurt. And I'm like, you know, in 1998, Kate Moss uh, ate a yogurt <laughs> in uh, the Chateau Marmont. And... <laughs> but like, how, yeah, how, like, how has she become such a thing for you? I, so I used to, well, I still am. I say like I wouldn't say a fashion obsessive but I was really a fashion obsessive when I was younger and um you know I was I was desperate to sort of come to London and work for Vogue and stuff which I eventually did and then uh became a comedian because it was not as much fun as I thought um but I was kind of you know wrapped up in that world and Kate I kind of knew about Kate Moss you know she was this big model and I you know I mean, I thought she was cool, but there was nothing sort of really major. And then I had this boyfriend when I was about 18 and he was, um, he was like, oh, isn't she just the coolest? And I was like, yeah, I guess she is. And then I started to kind of sort of follow her. And then we, I mean, mm. me and this guy broke up after like two, we only went out for like three months or something. We were kids. But ever since then, I, I'm sure he's like not asked about her <laughs> at all now. Um, but I just sort of became enamoured with her because she's... So it was, this must have been about 2004, 2005. So she was kind of, you know, she'd been this whole thing through the 90s, but she was still this massive sort of name in fashion. And I think part of, you'll see kind of throughout the episode, I think why people are kind of obsessed with her is because you she's this massive name, probably one of the biggest models in the UK, ever, maybe in the world ever. And yet we all just know stuff about her second or third hand. Like she's mm. never really opened up like even at the moment she's you know she's in the news a bit because she's the creative director of Diet Coke of course a noble call a noble call <laughs> designing those cans god love her um but even even stuff like that like you don't think of it as uncool because it's Kate Moss mm. and you know she's back in the news a bit and every, I love that every single interview you read with her you come away and you're like I know nothing yeah. and it's just it's she'll give away like one little tidbit and Glamour will do like eight articles on like what we learned from the Kate Moss interview <laughs> and like what you've learned is like she's got a dog you know what yeah, I mean? she loves the Rolling Stones yes exactly that I mean she did kind of go into a little bit more I was Island Discs, by yeah. Desi and Discs uh, which is hosted by our mutual friend, Lauren Laverne. Yes, exactly. I felt like, oh my God, I was like, Lauren knows more than she's let on to me yeah. about Kate Moss. <laughs> she's being loyal. Um, A fun factoid about me and Alex is that we met while working for Lauren Laverne. Yes, ex <laughs> we exactly did. Um, so yeah, this is very much the Desert Island Discs of Lauren's employees. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you're, you're right. I was so surprised because um, when I listened to the 
than this, I realised it was the first time I had really heard her speak in full sentences. Yeah. That wasn't just get the London look, you know? Yes, her, her voice is very like this. It's it's almost childlike, isn't it? It's so, there's a lot of air in it, you know? Yes. It's... Yes. Oh, lovely Mark. It's all like that. <laughs> Everyone's lovely. Oh, That's lovely. so uncanny. Oh, lovely Jane. Lovely Sarah. <laughs> like, it's all very, like... You know. And it's so weird because, like, you know, you attach their just like incredible legacy. You know, she's been sort of present at every cultural movement. Yeah, she like, was at the Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I fucking I saw her at the Platy Jubes on the parade. Platy Jubes. She was in a John Galliano jacket that she wore in 1994. <laughs> um, yeah, she was just and she just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's lovely. But at the same time, I was amazed and like you you. So you you never know why someone is choosing to, to stay out of the media because she's it's so weird. Modeling is her job and she's never stopped doing it, but yeah. she's not really in the media in the way that like Naomi Campbell, for example, yeah. is in the media, yeah. or Heidi Klum or something like that. She's just she's someone who is genuinely shy outside of their work, which is yeah. taking off their clothes and yeah, yeah. it's incredible, is, isn't it? It's such a I think it's why she's so attractive. It's this fascinating dichotomy between this quite shy inward person and this like extroverted presence that's always been there yeah you know absolutely it's it's that thing of you feel I, I literally just had lunch with my friend before this and he said he's uh you know he loves her and stuff like that and he was like oh yeah because she's got but oh, you're, you're right I don't know anything about her but like I've you yeah. know I've loved her all these years and I thought she was amazing and cool and this like you know rock star and a model and I think she's like this old school I think all the old school models like Christy Turlington and Naomi Campbell and, uh, you know, Linda Evangelista and stuff, mm. they've all now become this kind of like cashmere roll neck wearing ha- house in the Hamptons. Here's yeah. your vitamin tablet that I'm now selling you. And oh, thank God I found yoga and all this yeah. sort of stuff. <laughs> and, you know, giving in to left, right and centre and they've got a wellness range. And she kind of still embodies that old school thing of, mm. well, her famous thing was never complain, never explain. Mm. Um, so, you know... She's this thing what that is this, you know, you know, you'd feel like you you know everything about her, but actually you've never heard. Like if she did an autobiography, I would sort of be disappointed. Mm, Do you know what I mean? Even yeah. though I'd be like snapping it up, but she wouldn't be able to actually say anything. Everything I know about Kate Moss is like a whisper on a wind, and someone met her in 1999, yeah. and like you know. And that I think we'll probably get to it when we get to it, but I think that's why those cocaine photos were so explosive when they came out yeah. in 2005. I think obviously that was a very reactionary time anyway, but like it was the graininess. It was the sort mm. of the, you could see the top of her boots and her legs. And yeah, the, that that picture is just so in my head. Yeah, it's like, front page. Yeah, we've seen the sort of. Like obviously, seeing any kind of behind the scenes of any celebrity is, you know, it's a little bit of a shot. Oh, cool, great, whatever. Yeah. But seeing Kate in her private moment like that, it felt like, oh my god, you're seeing God take a shit a bit. Yes, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was that. It wasn't Even though very much like, like she was doing something, you know, something that she hadn't. You know, you see Pat pictures of her even, but she's, you know, she was on a night out, or she's in the street, or she's at a party. She's not like, you know, and now the cameras are all supposed to be off. You yeah, know? yeah. But, horrible betrayal of you know everybody was on it you know yeah the, the hypocrisy yes yeah, exa- exactly and the mirror as well Ugh. the mirror find a glam come on I hate cocaine find a glam though yeah. <laughs> find the mirror glam <laughs> um, but we decided that today because you're someone who knows a lot about Kate Moss I know very little about Kate Moss um, and also I'm just like we've done very few sort of fashion centric episodes mm. And one of them was on red carpet culture. And like I think it's it's like a little bit of um, a weak spot for me culturally. Yeah. Like, I don't know a ton about it. I don't know labels. And like, so obviously I feel like a little bit on the back foot. So I'm just going to embrace the back foot. And you're going to show me a series of images. Yes. Um, that are very famous, but we will put on our mutual Instagrams. Um, or I'll, I'll put it on mine. I'm yes, no, I will. Actually <laughs> yeah. So your face be like, what? what? On my... Make me put pictures of Kate Moss on my Instagram. Yeah. People will just be like, it's another day More on Alex's Instagram. <laughs> Um, okay, I will. Shall I try and do it? I'll try and do it chronologically, shall I? Yeah, we can. We can go all over the place. It's okay. This is not formal. That's uh, it's okay. I will start with like one of the earliest ones. Oh, a couple of them have saved as WebP, which I absolutely oh, well, hate. Who's using the WebP? What is the WebP, Caroline? <laughs> Someone explain the WebP. Someone, for the love of God. When you when you're just trying to send your friend a funny meme. And oh. you're on your laptop and you're like, oh, I'm going to save this and send them to on WhatsApp. And then it's a web P. But what is a web P? 
Sorry, sorry. I'm just. Gonna I feel to... like we've really got to the heart of something now with the web page. <laughs> so uh, the first photo is one uh, taken by Kate of uh, by Corinne Day, mm-hmm. who I'm showing you the photo now. Is her mm-hmm. looking extremely young, with kind of natural hair, a pink mm. vest top on, little little pant, uh, with some fairy lights around her, just leaning on a wall. It's so low rent. Mm. It's literally the the Bring least. Bring closer, child. <laughs> it's the least sort of fashiony image. Yes, it is like there's like fairy lights around her. God, she's so thin. Um, and yeah, it's like when I look at it, I think of like, oh, it's the sort of the slight alien beauty, right? Yes, yeah. It's like she she does sort of like like a, yeah, like that sort of 90s idea of what an alien looked like on a bumper sticker kind of thing. Yeah. Big sort of luminous Mr. Yeah. Burns head. Um, and then those, those lovely knickers with a little bit of floss. And, yeah, uh, and it's so chilled and this was the this is why she kind of broke through and she talks about how much of a hard taskmaster Corinne Day was Mm. um because she was her friend but she worked her really hard and she also did these pictures that were called the third summer of love for the face which everyone's Mm. seen very black and white she's wearing like a sort of native American headdress Mm. in one and like a yeah she's very very she looks very young very free very happy um and this image was like the complete antithesis to everything that was going on in the early 90s. You know, it was mm. like, it was Linda Evangelista, Claudia Schiffer, you know, um, Cindy Crawford. Mm. It was these sort of Amazonian, yes. glamorous yes. 90s Versace, you know, everything to excess. You just had the 80s where shoulder pads and everything. It was, mm. it was kind of calming down a bit, but it was these amazing women. And then Kate Moss, who's like 5'7", a waif. She's in a. She's being photographed in a London flat, and then people just go mad for it. Because the thing, it does look like, or the fantasy of it is that like a girl, a young woman in a house share who's kind of wandering around after a house party. Yeah. And you just caught her looking gorgeous. Kind yeah. Of thing. It's that exact thing. I think they they just she just came along at the right time and was the antithesis to all of this mm. stuff. And it's when you know Britpop was starting and all this sort of Britain was having a bit of a cultural moment with all these sort of northern boys in bands that were like making music you know that was yeah. quite quite DIY really and yeah. she was quite she came across as like quite DIY and quite carefree and you know she wasn't all done up and yeah it was this new kind of like you know let's just go with it and see what happens vibe yeah. and I also think that like like it's really Gen X coming into its own as well. Yeah. I read this thing. It was like in the kind of 1980s, everybody was kind of into the same thing. Like if you were 40 or if you were 14, you were listening to George Michael. Yes. And this became like a, like a slight differentiation of the of the generations, really, which obviously we're now a slave to. Like if someone's yeah. like born four years later and someone's like, oh my God, you're just like a different generation to me or whatever, which I find exhausting. But that kind of idea was forming of like this new generation who wants different things. Yes. And it's, they're marking themselves in a different way. And it's also this thing of like, like if we think of like the sort of Gen X sort of slacker culture, the Nirvana thing is obviously coming out of Seattle yeah. around this time. Like Gen X is very much a generation that was defined by its own sort of self-regard and its own belief in like anti-commercialism, you know, and yeah. anti, you know, the sort of the big business thing of the 80s where, and like, if you think of like the Christy Turlingtons or whatever, these like, these big women with big faces and, yeah. and big boobs yeah. selling things to you. It was very American. Very I American, think. and yeah. it's all like more body, more stuff, more yeah. Pepsi, more yeah. Coke. You very know, like oh god, just take the dick of commercialism out of yes. my mouth and let me breathe. <laughs> so it's, it's <laughs> like this generation who kind of thinks it's above that, but isn't. Kind yeah, of thing. and yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Who Kate Ma- that's what Kate Moss is serving you. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I think it was just this this slap in the face to all of that. And dick of commercialism. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Though I do, I do feel a bit like that with American culture, like with the Kardashians and stuff. It's always like, mm. I've got this new range, I've got this new thing. Yeah. Buy stuff, buy stuff, buy stuff. We're due a new Kate Moss. We're due, yes. Oh, we're due a new anti that moment. Exactly. Like, because even when you know, it's interesting when you said, oh, I don't know about labels and stuff. Because I don't really, I used to a lot, but I don't really know about that much anymore. I kind of like what I like, and yeah. you know, but I don't even think. I think that Kate is a bit like that as well. She's not, even when she's selling you something, you actually don't, you're yeah. not bothered about the label. You want that thing that she's got that you can't quite yeah. point well, out. You're well, not like, oh, I want that Chanel jacket. You're like, 
oh, I want to be her. <laughs> like, yeah, like 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 those the, the two big sort of commercial markers I can think of is obviously Rimmel and those Kate Moss lipsticks are still fucking going on yep. eBay because they are good yeah. lipsticks, they're good yeah. stuff. And the fucking the Topshop dresses. Oh, Kate Moss for Topshop was Kate. a moment. Like With it her was in a the moment. window and everything. Yeah, yeah. and the, but they were. They were well-made garments. They were yeah. good garments. Like. People still, uh, yeah, wear them now. And everybody was talking about in Dolly's show recently. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The fact that in one of the scenes, Maggie's wearing a Kate Moss for Topshop dress and everybody was like, I had so that dress. Cool. Or like, I wanted that dress or I was borrowing that dress. You know, it was this... I was, so, I was so good about that show as well. Not that we're just fucking blowing yet more smoke up Dolly there. You <laughs> <laughs> don't do that enough around here. Um, is that like, it's the first thing for our generation where we can point at something and be like, I had that dress. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's yeah. the first time it's happened for us. Yeah, you know? and that was almost like the first time she'd ever done something where you felt, she still wasn't in touching distance, but you felt like you could own like yeah. a little bit of Kate Moss because it was like oh this dress was based on that photo that you've seen a million times of her wearing it in yeah. you know to the Chateau Marmont with Johnny Depp in 1998 and you're like oh my god you know yeah. that's yeah 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 like she actually was wearing this stuff and because she was around and going to festivals with Pete Darty and all that kind of stuff yeah, those, you actually yeah. saw her wearing the clothes unlike yeah. say a fucking um, like an Alexa Chung or something yeah I know you like but I find very uninspiring yeah um, like you see her wearing her M&S range when she's in the M&S photo shoot yes exactly know? no I love Alexa Chung for the fashion and I you know I, I think she's a very cool person but I think with Kate the fashion is definitely part of it but it is her entire aura of like this ro- woman that's been around rock and roll history forever and yet you've mm. never really yeah you know and fashion Hall of Fame forever and her life you just you just you just want you just want a chip of like everything she's experienced but it's so that thing as well of like you know when you think of like the great rock and roll muses like Edie Sedgwick or yeah. Marianne Faithful those are ultimately women who are very disempowered and have very tragic stories yeah. you know whereas yeah, like yeah. with Kate Moss you don't have to feel that the harsh buzz of like oh no but she's sad and she dies or no, whatever no. or she became homeless or whatever exactly it's like oh she's just very empowered very powerful yeah you know and and there's a quote from her that I love. And she said that when she was growing up, her mum said to her, well, you can't have fun all the time. Yeah. Okay. And she said, why can't I? Why can't I have fun all the time? And that's like a famous quote. And I kind of live my life by that as well. Obviously, we all you have do to do. You do live your life by yeah. that. And it's very cheering. Yeah. Like, you, you know, I was doing a gig last night with, <laughs> this isn't a mic drop, but just to, so you can picture it, um, with Sean Walsh. And yeah. he just turned to me. He said like three negative things when he got there. And I just said, oh, you'll be fine. And he just said, you're very positive, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, I am, but not because I'm putting it on, just because, you know, have a nice time. Like, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I used to be in bands, I used to say to my bandmates before I went on stage, like, remember everyone, we're doing this for fun. Like, yes. We're doing this, we're not actually doing this for the money, really, if yeah. you look at it, you know? Yeah, and I feel like if Kate Moss doesn't want to do something, she doesn't do it. And that's how I feel about comedy, like, or music, or whatever. Yeah. People are, start, are complaining all the time. I'm like, well, don't do it then. Yeah. Go and get a yeah. normal job if you want. Yeah. Because you won't want to, because this is better. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the next image. Uh, the next, next web P. <laughs> the next web P. That's so annoying. That I, I love can't... that we're calling them the web P's. I, whoever invented web P, you have damaged society irreparably. Why does the web P exist? Okay, this, is, um, this isn't a fashion image. This is one that I just love because of what it evokes from, <laughs> from the 90s, which is also a big passion of mine. Mm. Um, I, I can bring it over, but it's, okay, oh, it's love it. Kate Moss and Noel Gallagher with a fag in hand and he's got like a oh, half pint. Yes. They're at some kind of working men's club, which is probably launching something very cool <laughs> in like 1996. Um, and you just know that they went and got trashed and had a lovely time. And oh, they're this, having such a nice time. This is the other... Really close. I want to yeah, examine yeah. their body language. Like, oh, yeah. I know they're for heat. So I did... Uh, I did a like a, an indie amnesty like after party for an old Gallagher gig recently, and Explain I what indie amnesty. Sorry, is yeah, indie, indie amnesty is my indie disco, uh, where it's a fiver in. We all pretend it's two thousand and seven for the night. <laughs> Caroline's been to the very first one. Yeah. It's usually in a working men's club uh, in London or my Margate or maybe at a festival next year. Who knows? But it's extremely. I love it. Carefree. Picture. There is absolutely no agenda. Yeah. Just come and dance your face off for six hours. There's no agenda. You know, like a lot of nights now, there's a very specific theme, which I enjoy, mm. but ours is very much turn up, yeah. get some cheap drinks and dance your face off to everything that, you know, you grew up to and some modern stuff and some really old stuff. Um, but it's just, it's kind of this 
legacy of her around rock and roll stars, which I love. You know, she was friends with like Marianne Faithful and mm. Anita Pallenberg. I think she's like the godmother to Keith Richards's, yeah. you yeah. know, granddaughter and stuff like that. And I kind of, this is where I kind of really identify with Kate because she was, I, you know, I used to work in fashion, I don't anymore, but she was in fashion and she was seen as like cool and stuff but she always wanted to be in a band and I always yeah. wanted to be in a band but I just I... and you have a great singing voice as well you could be in a band if you want do to you be think, I don't know I mean maybe I've got an alright singing voice but I've always been so jealous of mm. people that can play an instrument and like write a song and you know be in a band and you know I'm a comedian and it's great you get to speak to other comedians at the gigs it's not I wouldn't say it's like a lonely experience but when you go away for a few nights for a gig you know you think oh god how great would it be to be, be with on the, the road with my pals with yeah. your pals after this you know you do end up going out with other comedians sometimes and yeah but, but you're not all on the same team in the way yeah that exactly are. Yeah. yeah and I've you know I've always kind of been a bit similar to her like I've always I think that's why I've always been attracted to boys in bands because I love that Mm. camaraderie that gang that like and that musical thing well yeah, yeah it is that thing and you, you it's attract you know you're attracted to it because you're like i've sort of i've sort of got my own thing but it's adjacent to you and mm. i it's really cool and there's a there's a video of uh because when she was going out with pete's Arcady, mm-hmm. um and you know it's this rock and roll mess of yes. a romance but you just know that they were like obsessed with each other oh, and i God. think that's what people were obsessed with yeah they could yeah. see that like and it was like you know this 26 year old junkie that meets this supermodel who's five years older than him who's mm. she wasn't necessarily like very chic but she was very you know very cool very like together and you just watched them kind of descend into this madness I with each other obsessed. I did not care about Kate Moss that much as I said before but I mm. cared a lot about the Libertines and so therefore yeah. I cared a lot about Kate Moss and um, their whole relationship I remember him being on a talk show talking about her and he's fairly wasted you know he's yeah, yeah. a very troubled man and uh, he was saying I just love the bones of her yes I always ne- remember that I'd never heard yeah. anyone talk about their girlfriend that way before I don't think I'd ever heard a young man talk about a woman he adored in that way yeah. ever yeah. that I think about it actually yeah and there was also this is something I think about a lot which is um, there was this thing happening where it was like the end of it was like the whole indie landfill era yeah, yeah, of course, or whatever yeah. boys and bands or whatever but it was also this sort of, and this this kind of era I'm obsessed with when like streaming begun to take over and CD sales dropped and this sort of like golden river that had yeah. been the music industry for so many years yeah. had, had dried up. And what, what the sort of knock on effect of that was that like bands were touring constantly, like Yes. Like any, if you lived in, that was how they had to make money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you had any like buttfuck town anywhere you lived in, yeah. in the UK <laughs> yeah. or Ireland, like chances were, look at your watch. Oh, pigeon detectives are coming around again. Like regular as clockwork. God, there was two years where you couldn't fucking take <laughs> no. a shit for, for pigeon detectives being in the room. I know, but what that did. So, so all so all these bands like Dirty Pretty Things and Baby Shambles. Yeah, and like yeah. All the sort of like the spider diagram that was the Libertines just spreading out now. Like I, there's a guy I used to hang out with who had opened, who had toured with the Libertines, and that was exciting. Yeah, yeah. And um. Everyone's got their sort of their link. They're linked yeah, into yeah. that like very huge spider web, you know. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that Kate Moss was going out with Pete Doherty, and Pete Doherty had been, for example, in a band with Carl Barat, and Carl Barat was fucking down the brogue in Cork City two weeks ago, yeah. and you had a pint with them, suddenly exactly. made the world of glamour and celebrity so accessible in a way that I think is really important for regional people of our generation. Yeah, and I count you and I as regional people. No, I'm oh, <laughs> I am Mrs. Regional. <laughs> Not miss, because that's too cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know? it is that exact, that is exactly it. And I think she was this inaccessible thing and he was very cool, but again, would go out with the fans in the Hawley in Camden. Yeah, and, yeah. Stuff. and then suddenly she was there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And everyone's got that story of like, I was actually in Camden in the same pub as yeah, her at this time. Because I played she... like Kate Moss with Snooker or whatever. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Exactly. And I think it was that thing of she got, she met him on her 31st birthday at her own party. Uh, he'd probably gate crashed, I imagine. Um, and, you know, I think it was probably like she'd had 15 years of these like glamorous parties and getting wasted. And she famously said that she, well, she went to the Priory. I can't remember what year it was, but she said she'd spent a decade drunk. Um, and <laughs> Like, Fab. yeah, I know, <laughs> so good. Um, and uh, yeah, the Ritz in Paris, have, instead of a French 75, they call it a Kate 75. Um, and that's the cocktail that we had at our Dumb Women launch for our old podcast. Oh, yeah, remember we the, did. We had the Alex says this is Kate Moss's favorite cocktail cocktail. <laughs> 
absolutely yeah. lethal, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she'd apparently just sit at the bar in the Ritz Paris just chatting to the barman and ordering these. But um, yeah, I think she'd had 15 years of that and then she was like, I'm 31, I want to go and fucking live like an 18-year-old in Camden yeah. and have this mental rock and roll boyfriend. Which I relate to. I yeah. Mean, I don't have a mental rock and roll boyfriend, but I would say my desire to party at 32 is way higher than yeah. my desire to party at 22. I'm doing it way more now. Yeah. 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 I love that for us. Yeah, same. I saw this great TikTok the other day that was like, ladies, self-care is over. We're doing drugs again. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Unfair fucking play. I'm so sick of self-care. I'm so sick of having a lovely fluffy pillow. I and know. watching something nice with a face mask on. Get in at 5am on a Wednesday and wonder what day it is, all right? One thing There's I really been a value about the pandemic, um, and it's important we take values from, you know, enormous global tragedies. <laughs> Is that this whole thing of like, you know what, cancel a plan, no one cares if you don't come to the party, all that blah, blah, blah kind of thing, it's over. It's like, no, push yourself. Yeah. Like, you'll actually be really happy when you get there and parties never laugh. Yeah. You know? It's the exact thing. That's exactly how I feel about weddings. I'm always oh, like, God, yeah. I'm always like, oh, God, I've got to get, apart from if it's your really good friend. You yeah, know, oh, yeah, totally. If, if, yeah. if it's someone you're kind of, you know, your mates with and it's in the middle of nowhere, which they always are, and you're always like, oh, God, la, la, la. The second you get there, you're like, this is fucking great. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I've had two quiches. Yeah. I'm smoking. I look great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm outside in the sun. Who's he? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, yeah. And I think it is that thing. And I think that's what Kate Moss has always embodied. And actually, this is one of the stories that I was desperate to tell you. Um, this is the two genders. Um, okay. Oh, God. Is that, so, that I'm using that as a phrase. Don't cancel me. Um, yeah, I'm using it as a euphemism. Um, so they, one of Kate Moss, the only one of Kate Moss's things I don't approve of was that she was friends with Philip Green of Topshop fame, who I think is oh, yeah. an odious Scum. Scum. I was going to say the C word, but um, actually that might flag on the podcast or something. Um, so they all went to a private, his private island for mm-hmm. his 60th birthday. This is 10 years ago. And famously, <laughs> Kate, Gwyneth Paltrow was there. Yeah. Uh, and Kate Moss was there. And, you know, everybody else that had mm-hmm. ever lived that was famous was probably there. And Gwyneth Paltrow was apparently like up at 6am in the morning uh, going for a jog. And like yeah. Kate was still up, you know, smoking a fag on the beach. Oh, yeah. And she was just like, why are you going for a run? And Gwyneth Paltrow said, so I don't look like you when I'm older. And Kate Moss chased her around the island on a golf buggy throwing monster muncher. <laughs> oh my God, that's so good. I was just, I just love that. It's just like, yeah. You're on a private island. Yeah. Why are you going for a jog? No half measures on the private island of no. Philip Green. And I think that's what kind of people love about Kate is that she's always been this, like, fun time yeah. girl. But it's like, it's not destructive. You no. Know? It's not self-hating. She's just fun. She's just fun. So, like, that's the thing. Like, we're such in a rush to sort of say people have problems or traumas. Like, yeah. Some people are just fun. And also, they're not. Hang on, I always get this wrong. They're either not mutually exclusive, or they no, they're not mutually exclusive. You yeah. can have had maybe like a bit of a problem or whatever, but it doesn't always mean that it's mm. that it, you're a heroin addict in a squat. Do you know what I mean? Which yeah. she wasn't. It's like maybe she did have a bit of a problem at some point, but for the majority of it, yeah. it was still fun. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, sometimes you got to get a grip on it, and you know, she went to the priory for a bit, and I think she's actually sober now. But um, in the last like couple of years or something, but apparently that's because all her friends were dying. <laughs> Oh no. No, don't tell me that. They were, old, nice they were older men. You know, David Bowie, he did a lot of Coke in the seventies. Uh, what I like what I love about this picture is one of um her and which Gallagher is it? No. No. Um is that she's sort of like taking a fag out of her bag and like her hand is still on her bag. Yeah. And her other hand is kind of like doing this little gesture and it just it just looks like they're taking the piss out of someone. Yeah. <laughs> It is your mates. And I love the fact they're still mates. They did Celebrity Gogglebox like a couple oh, of years they? ago with Naomi Campbell. And if you're if you're listening to this and you've got two minutes, listen to Noel Gallagher talking about them filming this. Aww. Because they ha- they were like, we're filming 8 till 10, you know, all this. And he was like, you'll be lucky if Naomi Campbell gets here before midnight. Yeah. <laughs> like He got home absolutely shit-faced because they'd got him drunk at like 3.30 in the morning. Oh and his God. wife was like, how was the filming? And he went, what filming? <laughs> he totally forgot. Because so they'd just like eating crisps and got drunk. It's stupid. <laughs> Let's do our next image. Yes. Okay. I'll take. This is a bit of a. Uh, it's not left field actually, but it's just. It's just actually a little bit more based on the image. This is a Love magazine cover from, I think it's about eleven or twelve years ago, um, and she's basically mm. fully nude 
on the front of this cover with just some tape covering like her boobs and her private place. Yes, <laughs> yes. And it's also, she's doing this thing, um, that she's got one of the elastic bands that people use for working out with. Yeah. And it's stretched over her heel. Yeah. Um, and it, that is it. That's just literally that's it, it yeah. in, on a background. And they did all these covers of all these supermodels. And obviously I got the Kate cover. And mm. I think part of the, the reason I brought this up and this kind of chimes in with a different image, which I'll sort of marry together mm. is there's a there's a photo in my little collection as well of her in the uh playboy shoot which she did for playboy's i think 60th anniversary mm. um, and again kate moss is something you wouldn't necessarily associate with playboy it's maybe like a little bit of a tired format and everything but in fact we're recording in soho now the news agent on the corner here mm. i remember i was working at esquire magazine on the same road and me and my friend uh alex queued to get the kate moss 60th edition and i think it's she cute. yeah to get to get the the Playboy with Kate oh Moss on gosh. it you know and which I've since lost and if anyone's listening to this and they've got uh, a copy that they want to sell me please do that they don't want um, they yeah and I think also this is this, this is sort of like old lady romanticism in me that I think Kate kind of embodies is like I miss that thing of being so excited for something to come out and it's not yeah. always readily available and like when this cover came yeah, out a finite amount of it yeah yeah just and it wasn't even that it was like a limited run or anything it was just like oh god we've got to go and get the playboy with her on it you know yeah. because this is a massive moment and she she is sort of like a cultural milestone for people i think like i was gonna say my age but i think there's probably Older a 20 well. year yeah. like you know wingspan of it um this kind of being excited about something you know i've got three rules in life always pick someone up from the station always show someone to the door i never shit on something that someone is excited about oh those are great rules you know like yeah. just just if someone's really into something those I are hate... great rules for life yeah, yeah. i think like... always bring someone to the station yeah always walk someone to the door yeah and don't shit on something that someone's excited about I, yeah i just think put it on a t-shirt put it on a tote bag yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah yeah i hate when also you can disagree there's a difference but I hate when, yeah. you know, you're speaking to um, somebody who's, who is a music. Um, yeah, yeah. Who is a music. A, a music snob. Yeah. In a, like real people that are real musics, <laughs> you know, real music lovers, music obsessives, those mm -hmm. people that like, you know, they've kind of lost their life to music. They'll never be a music snob. They might not like something, but they like it because yeah. they don't like it. Yeah. Um, and I hate when you sort of say like, you know, oh, I love Kate Moss. Oh, why do you like her? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, if, you, if you'd if you ask me, actually, I'll tell you. <laughs> like, And you know what we have to be like, I've had to be careful about this in our kind of line of work because like, you know, you and I have been like, in through media. London yes, media of course. Well, of course, yes. And like, you know, you, you spend time around people who spend time around famous people. You know, we don't, but people do. Yeah. You know, and um, they have these stories that they tell you that are like, funny and exaggerated and sometimes someone comes off really badly yeah and then someone will say like oh I love so and so and then you'll be like oh well I heard on the fucking Grazia shoot she was a fucking pig yeah and yeah and just like oh and you're like oh why did I do that I know I, I know I, why, there was fucking yeah. no need to yeah, do yeah, that yeah 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 and yeah don't get me wrong I've been guilty of it in the yeah, past yeah. you know and then thought oh why did I do that? Yeah. You know? Like, I always feel a bit dirty and ashamed of myself afterwards. Yeah. Like, oh, you're really fucking Billy Big Bollocks now, aren't I you? Know, you yeah. know, yeah. And it's fine if it's other gossip, like, oh, and they were like this and like that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you kind of feel like, oh, I won't, I won't tell them if they, were, if they were shit, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Although, related, uh, the month after I started working at Esquire was the month after they did their Kate Moss cover shoot and she was apparently drinking half pints of champagne on the shoot, which I just love. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, Lynch. in half pint glasses. <laughs> <laughs> It's incredible. That's a lovely measurement of champagne. It is high and low the, end. The flute is not enough, but a half pint, a half pint mm. glass, I get it. Yeah, fully. Um, so yeah, I, do, I like that about her, that she's kind of like, I wrote down in, in my notes, in my little Kate Moss dossier, which I called the Kate Mossier. Very good. Which I've said for four times, but only once recorded. I've, I've enjoyed it um, each time. I've said uh, that she's kind of like, not the last, but one of the last analogue stars if you know what yeah. i mean i don't mean that literally but just like you know go go out and get this physical copy of a magazine mm. you know go and get this cover you need the kate moss cover you know they every couple of years there's a book you know of amazing photographs of her by a certain photographer and it's mm. and then she released her own one a couple of years ago and it's always you know there's a little footnote and you're like maybe there's a nugget here no there's nothing <laughs> no nuggets only beauty yeah and then it'll be like half a story like i was talking about this book when i was with keith in uh, saint-tropez and you know 
he was you know he was eating a, an orange with the skin on and, you know something like that and you're like Keith Richards eats an orange with the skin on that's all you've got she's giving you nothing giving you nothing <laughs> but yeah it is yeah this is this uh this, she's kind of old school like she's so give us the playboy image as well oh yes so um um oh here you go this is probably my favorite one also hate to use the word we, you know we hate it caroline because we've been oversaturated with it in our what? careers empowering <laughs> <laughs> but bearing in mind that playboy was thought of oh i as, remember this yes yeah, oh, you know there's always been this debate about like is it degrading is it demeaning is it empowering and i think yeah. some things were yeah a bit off you know <laughs> the, the, the idea that you can categorically say whether exactly any industry is good yeah. or bad for women is just so unsubtle of yeah thinking, you know and again it's like i think it depends on the shoot and how you got into it you know you're you're the biggest model in the world of course she yeah. could have told them to fuck off yeah so you know it's her thing they're, but they're not exploiting kate Moss here. no know? not at all and she's in this and she must this must be nine years ago so i think mm. she's 40 odd there wow um That's and she's in like a old school playboy bunny you know a little tiny little sort of swimsuit style jumpsuit strapless mm. pulling one of them down to get a boob out mm. um in heels and the little ears and she looks phenomenal what's so good about it is that like obviously you know playboy's like a dirty magazine um but like she's pulling down the one piece to show her nipple but it doesn't look like here's my tear it's just like <laughs> no exactly yeah like hilarious yeah and she, she has this like iconic thing she does with her face particularly in the last like decade or so where she just like holds it up to the light with her eyes sort of half closed and just the light hits those monster cheekbones They're yeah like piano keys sitting on her face yeah you know they just it's it's Kate isn't it and I think she is she always does come across as if she is kind of this is going to come across wrong but like she never comes across sort of bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. She always comes across mm. a bit like, you know, you've just seen her in the back room of a bar and she's a little bit pissed. Yeah. Just a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. She's like enjoying the party and she's, you know, half somewhere else. Yeah, a little bit of sweat on the crown of your head. Yeah, so you're exactly that. Slightly sticking to the neck. Yeah, kind of yeah. She's just not that super, like super clean cut thing that now celebrities sort of have yeah. to be, you know, you, do, you never even catch them smoking. <laughs> oh my God, I know. <laughs> you know, like people deny that they smoke and stuff like that and you think, well... Smoke if you want. Yeah. Um, so we yeah. are in a in a very bad era for celebrity. I think very bad. Um, Julia Fox is doing a lot of work. And yes, I, and I respect oh, God, it. And I, I love appreciate it. I love it. it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for making celebrity fun again. Yes, you know? exactly that. That's yeah. what's there for. You guys are there to so for us to have a laugh at and with. You yeah, know? it's true. Yeah, like oh, it's just gone so. It's dull. exactly that. Be be outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. Let me in my sad little life. (laughs) (laughs) But it's this thing of like, um, you know, people who make arguments about like sort of the royal family or whatever, they're like, oh, they need to give up all the sort of pomp and ceremony and just be like normal members of the public who do all their sort of fucking 
yeah. ribbon cutting and whatever the fuck they do. Yeah. Um, and it's like, but if they lost, if all that gold and filigree was melted away mm. and, and given to charity, then we would even more be like, what are they for? Yes. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because we, we always need that. We, we, we do actually want it on like a base toddler looking at keys level, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> which I, yeah, which I could not have... <laughs> Put better myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Yeah, you want the mad stories, and he, you know you don't want the the predatoriness of the paparazzi. That's horrific. But if it's just someone walking on the street and they've kind of invited it, you know, where you're like, you've you've called the paps. Yeah, <laughs> which I, as a picture editor for ten years, a lot of them do. Because um, you try and find a picture of like Angelina Jolie or something in the last ten years, can't do it. You can't do it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I want I want that, you know. You I want that. Yeah, and sort of Kate gives it and takes it as as, as much as she wants, and you always you always like want a little bit more than you don't because you're like, no, I love the mystery. <laughs> yeah, I want it to be like I, I want it to be that golden era of Heat magazine. Yes, do you remember when it was just funny and not mean kind of thing? So funny! It was yeah. great. It was yeah. so good, and then it was like, you know, somebody's sweat patch on the front page. You're like. Give yeah. a fuck. There was a, there was a moment where they like they did away with the circle of shame. They kind of realized. I think it was like 2010 or something. Yeah. And there was about five years where it was. I remember this one spread where it was about Jerry Hallowell. Uh, it starts raining, so she gets on a bus, and it was like five pages of that of them having colored <laughs> to that. And it was the all the captions were hilarious, and they were all commenting on the thing of like, yeah, guess we're looking at her. Guess she's getting the bus. Yeah. It was like taking the piss out of our own interest in her getting the bus. Yeah, which is like the sweet spot for me. My my best friend, I think, is the only person that still buys all those magazines. Yeah. And we were on holiday recently, and, and the spotted page still exists, and it's so spotted. amazingly banal. Like and there's so like there's so no need for it in a world of phones as well. It's like yeah, we all know. Like, I whatever. know. I love it. It's literally like saw Richard Bacon buying a paper. <laughs> spotted Notting Hill. <laughs> I love it. It's so quaint. I know. It's great. Just the the silliness of celebrity is is yeah, it's definitely missing. Yeah, yeah. Um, which also kind of brings me to another story that I wanted to tell you about, Kate. It's about, I think that she's really cool because whatever she does is cool. It's not that she can't really do anything uncool mm. because mm-hmm. she's so, she's the sort of... Yeah, she can't be nasty. She's the yardstick, yeah. Yeah. But even this story I absolutely love. She A few years ago, it was 2015, um, she got thrown off an EasyJet flight. I don't know if you remember this. Oh, I do remember this. I don't remember the story though, yeah. Um. And it became a massive thing. And there's a phrase that came out of it. I think we were working together at the time. Yeah. There's a phrase that came out of it, as in, she didn't invent the phrase, but it became, it had a resurgence after this. She was on an easy jet flight, which firstly I love. Um, Why? Back from Bodrum in Turkey, celebrating Sadie Frost's 50th. Of course. And uh, they all got tanked up on the miniature vodkas on the flight back. Yeah. Um, and Kate was apparently like walking around when the seatbelt sign was on and like not being... Apparently, I read an article today when I was researching this and people were like, it really wasn't that bad considering stag do's and stuff must have yeah. been. She was just like wandering about a bit when she shouldn't have been. And then she got escorted off the plane when they landed by the police. Oh, God. Obviously, sake. nothing ever came of it because... What? She was drunk like on a plane. Easy jet looking for a PR story. Ex- you're right. You're she exactly was exploited right. in that yeah. moment. I yeah, believe. she was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as she walked off, she called the pilot a basic bitch. Oh, yes. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes, I forgot about that. I had a whole resurgence. Yes. <laughs> and it had a yeah, basic bitch. And then basic became a thing again, I think. I don't know. I don't think she invented the phrase basic bitch, but like. I think, no, I think it had been stirring. Like yeah. It had been around. It was a slang yeah. kind of thing, but she sort of made it mainstream. Yeah. In a big way. And I think I've, I also wrote down in sort of like, I tried to do like a little, why do I love her so much? And I think yeah. it's because she's, she's each one of your friends. <laughs> she is like the cool girl that, you know, whatever she does is just effortless and all this mm. but then she is your mate that gets trashed on an easy jet flight that you're like you'll never fucking guess what she did last night she got escorted off the bloody plane she was off her tits oh, like she does contain multitudes do you know what I mean like like on Design Disc this recently she was saying that she has a membership to the garden centre I was like don't believe you yeah I know apparently she made jam a while back I was like don't wanna know don't wanna know don't tell me that no don't tell me that will upset me <laughs> but even her making jam in lockdown I was like pretty cool <laughs> Guess jam is cool now. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. It's yeah, like whatever yeah. she does. Oh well, well, jam's cool now. So, 
this is my possibly my favorite picture of Kate ever. Um, and it is also the I didn't have to get it again because it's the background to my laptop. Mm-hmm. But I <laughs> I weirdly get a bit emotional. I'm not going to cry. Um, it's fine. People but cry I weird, here. But I weird, I weirdly get like a bit like um, sort of like working class anger slash pride with this Aww. image. Um, so on the, this image exists. I'll sh- I'm going to explain it to you and then I'll show it to you. So this image exists without the text originally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, and it was just a shoot for a magazine. Mm-hmm. And then on the day of the royal wedding, so Kate and William's wedding, mm-hmm. this was plastered all over East London, this image, with the text over the top. Okay. Um, so obviously it's a royal wedding. It's Kate Moss in a wedding veil, completely naked. Oh, I'm, really, <laughs> I'm very moved I by know. this. <laughs> um, and it is, and she's totally nude. She's in a veil. She's holding, she's looking kind of innocent, like holding this bouquet over her yeah. fanny. And it says there is a, there's only one Kate in London. And it is like this thing of the, you know. Why am I moved by I this? I know, I know. And it's the, you know, the royals, this is a whole thing. Yeah, and then it's yeah, like yeah. the masses being like, nah, she's the real, you know. <laughs> She's the real queen. Why am I? <laughs> it's actually pathetic how, how touched I am. By I this. know, and like the fact that someone had like put this text on, yeah. you know, like um, what's the wallpapery thing? So, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. pasted, pasted, pasted. You know, hundreds of these around East London. It was just this moment where it was like, yeah, there's two London. Yeah. There's two halves of society. The, the weird, and they're both white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're both white ladies called Kate, sure. <laughs> but it's like, oh, why is this? What's got to me about this is that, like, um, like, it's this thing of because Kate is Kate Moss isn't like a humanitarian figure or she does like, fuck all for charity no, <laughs> or like someone who's had this prejudice against them. She's just like you know a, like a very famous woman who we think is very cool. Yeah. But there's only one Kate in London, and that strong image. It's this kind of this weird kind of rebellion of saying like you don't get to decide we get to decide yeah that's exactly what it is it's like the it's like a swelling of a like a feeling yeah you get you know if your if your country wins a football game or something like i you know that that electricity in the air that you're like we could take them (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) yes yes (laughs) we're all we're all here we're all here we're all here if we we all do do it it. if we all do it You know, and it wasn't, you know, I'm very, I, I'm very, uh, I was used to be quite neutral, but I'm very anti-royalist now. Yeah, but yeah. I, you know, I enjoyed the Royal Wedding Day and stuff, but not because of the actual wedding, but it was because of the, the, the mood. And T- toddler and keys. Toddler and keys. <laughs> toddler and keys. Watching a woman sign her life away to a bunch of absolute lizards. <laughs> Good luck. I hope you're happy. Godspeed. Godspeed. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so I think, and, and that brings me on to the, the other thing that I wrote, which is kind of related to this, is that also Kate Moss is quite classless. Like the upper mm. classes love her, the middle classes love her, the working classes see her as their own, but she's dating a count at the moment. She's she? dating, this is the other thing, right? This is, she's got this foothold in every sort of level mm. of society. You know, she's she's part of genuinely you know aristocracy she's not married to him but like she's going out with count nikolai von bismarck okay who is 35 i think or 36 he's you know similar to me um massive toy boy and uh they met because she's friends with his (laughs) mum who's sort of like is it countess would it be or dowager or something one of those like debbie von bismarck and they're like this german aristocracy and she's been with him for like five years now i think maybe six years and she's got this foothold in that and yet she's also like on easy jet having this you know these miniatures and and like we all know the story of how she got discovered like yeah the the, i mean she traveled a lot as a kid because her dad was a travel agent yeah and she was waiting in kennedy airport on for a standby flight back to london after like for a wedding or something yeah yeah and then she gets discovered but that 14 yeah. yeah And that is just yeah. waiting for a standby flight. There's something just so romantic about that. Yeah. With your dad, like. And you just feel like, do you know what? Some people you think, God, lucky bastard or whatever. Yeah. But with her, you're just like, your life has just been a series of absolutely brilliant pieces of luck. It's and amazing. Like, you know. 
I know you'll know what I'm talking about. It's like that, that Sophie Doll story that we hate. Oh, we hate that story. <laughs> For some reason, why do we love the Kennedy Airport story, but we hate the Sophie Doll story? Tell them the Sophie Doll story that I we hate. I will tell you why as well. Okay, so... <laughs> We, me and Caroline, and we grew up on these, you know, in magazines and stories in like in celebrity interviews of like discoveries and how your life changed and everything. And Sophie Dahl was like crying on a doorstep of her, you know, in auntie's Paris. house yeah. in Paris. And Isabella Blow came along, who was the, you know, the fashion editor of Harper's or Vanity yeah. Fair at the time. She's incredible, by the way. Look her up. She's oh, yeah. yeah. Mad as a bag of frogs. Um, and you know, it was just like, oh God, you look, you look incredible. You know, I'd like to put you in a shoot. And then she became Sophie Dahl. But the point is, I'll tell you exactly why. Because she was already Sophie Dahl. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. She was Roald Dahl's fucking granddaughter, and yeah. she already had. I do these... like her, by the way. I just hate that story. I like her. I think she's actually really cool. She's fucking great. But but, I hate but that story. yeah. But the reason we don't like it is because that would have happened anyway at some point. Whereas yeah. Kate Moss was so just like... this mad kid from Croydon. The thing is. Moments of divine chance should be saved for the fucking Croydon bitches. Exactly. You know, exactly. not for people who already have everything in the yeah. corner. Not the ones who get it twice a week and then decide to take up on it. Yeah. yeah. There's a model, I'm not going to name her, cause, uh, but there's there's a model at the moment who uh, everybody always talks about, like, oh, she's incredible, blah, blah, blah. Her mum owns, which is, by the way, they're not really hiding this, but everyone yeah. just, it's like they've got blindness, like yeah, nepotism, yeah. blindness. I'm not even saying, like, she's an incredible model. This is not my point. But everybody acts like she kind of got there herself and I'm sure she might have done but her mum owns one of the biggest photographic agencies in the world of like fashion photographers and agents and casting people and everything and it's like why can't we just say which they do in every interview but they're always like so and also you know so and so and just she just got discovered for a shoot no she didn't (laughs) no she didn't no she didn't um but it's still great it's not taking away from the fact that you're a model but what I would love sometimes is for these people who are like like Georgia May Jagger, it yeah. looks like a model because yeah. she's Mick Jagger and Jerry Hall's but it's daughter. Like, it's like a racehorse. Like it's like yeah, if both your parents are racehorses, yeah. you're also a racehorse. But what I hate is when they go like, oh no, honestly, my parents just gave me normal pocket money. Like yeah, all right, maybe they gave you two pound a week on the fact that you then just had a limitless credit card or like no, yeah, like do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's all this. Just say, say yeah, I'm my, really, so I'm my really up, fortunate. My upbringing was not normal, and I get that. Yeah, I you know I had this party when I was eight where I met the Rolling Stones yeah, yeah. and like it, because the thing is we all love that shit when yeah. someone is like really open about like yeah I had a bonkers upbringing yeah they're the people that you're actually endeared to yeah, the yeah. most rather than the people that are like oh well no it's actually because I work really hard you work really hard now because you're in the right position to work hard yeah agreed I agree like like it's like we had this conversation on the Lily Allen episode where you live in the city long enough and just like. So many people you meet are just fucking entrenched in blue Wikipedia parents and blue yeah. Wikipedia relations. Yes, you know? that's exactly it. And it's a, we're not saying that Lily Allen isn't talented or great. I think she's really yeah. cool. And but she's earned her spot. Yeah, you know? she has earned her spot. But the reason she got the chance to earn the spot was because she was Keith Allen's daughter. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's the nepotism chat. <laughs> yeah. Um, do I we have any pictures left? I'll see uh, if there's one that I really need to... Oh. This is one that I painted in lockdown. Oh my god, I'm such a Oh my god, I forget that you painted. I'm an actual class. stalker. I'm actually a bit like I'm actually a bit weird. Like she's probably if she ever listens to this, she'll be like, find that woman. Um You're a great artist. Uh there's kind of two and I'll and they're quite quick. So I'll just do because one of them is kind of uh Okay, I'll do this one first and then the and then the other one. There's loads. There's also one that I picked that isn't a great image but it's the first shoot she did back after the cocaine scandal and it was kind of like mm. a fuck you everybody does coke or not everybody but you know yeah it was like the establishment who were what tabloid journalists who were definitely all doing it as well tried to bring me down for a cheap shot yeah, yeah, and yeah. then like actually i think two years later she was making more money than she ever had which is like i remember when i was 15 or however yeah 2005 right hmm. yeah i was 15 and yeah like wow game master's drugs yeah same and, and now yeah. like having you know lived my life like everyone in that industry does drugs oh everyone that everyone the guy taking the photo was off his yeah there was nobody in that room that wasn't on drugs yeah like it's insane and it was horrible it must have been so bizarre for her yeah the scapegoatness of it as well like which she talks about in desert island discs and it was it's true and she i like the fact she didn't apologize because it was like what fuck off yeah don't patronize me yeah you know um or what i hate the most what they do is um your young girls look up to you 
Oh. Do you remember when, like... Young girls look up to Kate Moss because she's a rock and roll star. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not because she sat at home on a Saturday night watching Strictly. Do you know what I mean? It's so weird because it's like nobody ever courts young women looking up to them, right? So you can't, no matter what they're doing, you can't judge their behaviour based on... Yeah. Oh, do you know there's the 12-year-old in fucking buttfuck nowhere? Yeah. He's looking at this thinking drugs are okay. It's like... She was going to do drugs anyway. Yeah, yeah. And and when does it become the other way around? You know, like, if you're living your life and uh, that girl, like a 12-year-old girl looks up to you, that's because she likes who you are. Yeah. It's also, it's so condescending to young girls because people don't talk that way about male role models. No. No one e- is ever afraid or wringing their hands over, like, young men looking up to footballers and the horrible things that footballers do in their spare time. Like, yeah. grant fucking young women the, the fucking... Bleh, the cognitive power to be able to like separate. Oh, this woman I think is really cool, but I don't know if I, cocaine is so cool. All right, bye. Like yeah. you know, I've never really done coke, honestly, and like I, yeah. and I fucking love Kate Moss, but I've also yeah, exactly got so clearly, a brain. You were a teenager <laughs> looking up to her at the time, and it made no fucking difference because no. that's a stupid argument. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I need to get like you know Peroni zero zero, but for coke, so like <laughs> <laughs> fake coke. Um. I'll talk about two more things. Mm-hmm. They're not kind of really related to the images, though. Should I just sort of pick one and go? If they're two good things, it's fine. Yeah. There's one um, that I yeah, did like a sketch of in lockdown. And again, this is just like the fully relatable thing, but it's she's so glamorous in this image. Oh, she's this kind is very of you, this image. falling down the stairs of, not falling down as in like a dangerous way, but she's just sort of caught herself on the stairs, packet mm-hmm. of fags in the hand, massive fur coat and a silk dress. Um, it's peak Carrie Bradshaw, isn't it? It is very Carrie Bradshaw, yeah. actually, yeah. Um, and it's, you know, she looks like she's just come out of a gig and stuff like that. And there's a, you know, there is this, if you look up, you know, she's co-written songs with Baby Shambles. She's mm. um, been in the video for the White Stripes uh, cover of um, I Just Don't Know What To Do With Myself. It's just oh, yeah. Kate Moss in black and white pole dancing. It's incredible. Mm, yeah. And she's had all, and like she's um, been in a song with Primal Scream. She's been in a video with them and she's got all these rock and roll connections. And there's a video of her, sorry, I don't know if I've already said this on the pod. I don't think I have. Of her baby shambles are playing a gig in, you know, the Astoria or like Brixton Academy or something mm. like that, a venue that looks like that. And there was a song called La Belle et La Bette. Um, oh, I remember that and song. She, I was she obsessed had, with yeah, it. Yes. She had that line in it and she comes on yeah. stage in the in the video. It's on YouTube, it's grainy. And she just comes on in this fur coat oh. and like a cigarette and a skinny jeans and she just <sighs> sings her bit. And she, what you're saying is true, like she's quite shy. Yeah. She comes on, but she's desperate to be... In, it, in the band, band you know yeah. um, and she just sings her line and goes off and the crowd goes insane because it's just like she's as rock and roll as them but she's this you know and and, and Pete Doherty also said um, it, well it's very heroiny now I look back but yeah. he said this where he, said, he wrote her a, a letter and there was a line in it that said you're in my veins you fuck and it was like, and then it was like that's really horny though it's so horny it's isn't so it hor- it's so fuck. horny yeah and there's a picture of her in like the the album sleeve to Baby Shambles where she's in his uh, I think he supports QPR I think so uh, could be wrong there um, but yeah she's in his like football strip with a cigarette in bed in like this bed sit and it's yeah. like seeing like this rose in like you know yeah. a bin. Do you ever read? Um, I remember this from years ago when my bookie Wook was a thing. Russell Brand's book. I've got that. That was the, one of the other things yeah, I wanted yeah. to write. Yeah. When he talks about having a one night stand with her, which yeah. Obviously, not fucking classy to no. write about your one night stand no. with anybody. But what he does say about her was that looking over and seeing her hair fanned out like a peacock on the pillow that it just naturally fell that way. Yeah. Then the next morning she made the bed. She made the bed, yeah. and I always think that's such a nice story. And he he words it so well. Uh, you know, he's talking about. Make, making the bed and what it kind of signifies mm-hmm. if you're what type of person you are and then he came home and he's like the bed was made and it's like oh see she's still a good egg <laughs> like, yeah she's just a gal even after all that um oh, that picture though is that like it's the the fact she's on this grimy back stairs and her heel is yeah. on the silk <laughs> yeah. it's so obviously silk as well yeah. it's so obvious i think that might have been the party where she ripped the dress and then she turned it into a mini dress which like obviously looks incredible that's, and that's fucking cool too man I know she's just like she just can't it's all just so fucking cool she can't go wrong um, oh yeah and the, and the kind of one of the last things I'll talk about because I'm aware that we've been here for a while is 
she's also kind of like she's penetrated so many worlds like even the art world was obsessed with her like mm. Lucian Freud painted yes. her and gave her a tattoo and gave her a tattoo yeah, yeah. she's got the you know his like, etchings mm. on her and this weird kind of relationship there's like pictures of them together and stuff and she would have breakfast with him and like she's yeah. just lived this like enchanted life with like all the major kind of cultural shapers of like the 20th century yeah and she's yeah, still she is just... like Forrest Gump a very hot Forrest Gump yes she is she's in the background of every yeah, yeah. photo or like yeah. you know doing something and she's like this icon of British culture but you don't really it's everything know. about British culture that isn't embarrassing yes self-possession knowing who you are mm. um a, sort of a a humbleness that isn't showy kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know, just do a few bits and, you know. Yeah. Whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just like a sense of, an innate sense of like taste that isn't about things going together or things being flattering, but about things just being interesting and eclectic. Yeah. Like, everything about British culture that isn't embarrassing. Yeah. There aren't that many things. Yeah, like the Rolling <laughs> I mean, Stones. I mean like white British culture, and... obviously. Yeah, you know? of course, yeah. Um. But yeah, that's exactly true. And I think she's the epitome as well of like, you're cool if you don't try and be cool. She just loves all these things. She loves yeah. rock and roll. She loves uh, fashion. She loves, you know, things that aren't cool, making jam and like <laughs> whatever. But whatever it is, she is just and kind of untouchable. Of like, she has all these friends who are like much older than her. Mm. You know, like she's friends with, she's going out with her fucking boyfriend because she was friends with the mom. Like, yeah. there's someone who's been around way older people her whole life and there's something mm. like Fran Leibovitz talks about as well about how when she was she was the youngest person in her circle so she was like best mates with Charles Mingus when she was like 19 and stuff Gosh. and this thing of like someone who clearly from the egg was like oh they're worth having around do you know what I mean yeah. and that says something about your just character like the like as Peter says about the bones of her is just like yeah this, this... She, if she'd been a hairdresser in Croydon she would have been the coolest fucking hairdresser in Croydon exactly you know? that yeah it's, and it's just that she was she had this life that is incredible and that we'll never know the half of you know oh, we'll never know no so much we don't know um obviously this is a podcast um about the culture we love that society makes us feel ashamed of has anyone ever tried to make you feel ashamed of loving kate moss as much as you do oh yeah ben <laughs> <laughs> ah man i bet man oh man you're familiar with their work um, <laughs> uh no uh, that's a shame i love men um but, yeah, some guys, usually musicians, like, go mad when in a nice way when mm. I say that I love her because they're kind of like, God, she's incredible. I saw her at this, yeah, you know, yeah. gig and uh, and all this. And um, But some men are just like, oh, you know, why do you, why do you like her? Because she's just a drugged up old tart kind of thing yeah, like that. Yeah. And you're just like, you don't have a fucking clue. You would never describe yeah. Keith Richards. Like, right. It's like it's one of these things where it's a great because she's so well known. It's a great separator of who you want to sit with or not. You know, mm, absolutely. It's like if, yeah. you, if, if this is the litmus test, like the cunt litmus test. Yeah. Of like how you feel about Kate Moss is going to tell me a lot. <laughs> I think so because yeah, some people just go, which I you know I kind of get. It. Some people just like, oh, I don't get it. And, yeah. and, like, oh, and I've definitely fine. said that as well. Yeah, that's fine. I I do I understand that, but it's when people sort of think they know, mm. they just think she's you know this like ropey old bird that used to model <laughs> or something yeah and it's i'm just like you you know you could be you don't have a fun clue what you're talking about. you don't have a clue yeah she's yeah. just i just think she's in a world where everybody's trying to be sort of squeaky clean and mm. do all this she's probably done really bad shit and she's probably but we all have you know like she's just like a human embodiment of you everything we want to be a run can't you yeah <laughs> And be like, I'm sorry, officer. Like, I did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and he'd be like, Oh, you scamp. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know. She didn't know. Come on, let there's, her off. There's something that me and Dolly talked about on one of the podcasts for and just like that, which was the the idea of the dodo woman, which is like the woman who is like this beautiful antique who shouldn't have to know about bills or no. tax or the real world, and she just be kept behind glass because like. They're a dying breed, yeah. you know? Like, she is this old sort of rock and roll. So I'm sure Dolly loves it. Like, she, yeah, you know, yeah. she's... And I and I did actually write in my sort of, like, why do I love her so much? It's like, she's, you know, she's currently creative director of Diet Coke, okay? Mm -hmm. Which we all know. Bit of a money spinner. There we go. Well, oh, not real job. Yeah, not I imagine the actual creative director of... Oh, of I bet they've fairly... been working round the clock. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she takes some absolutely gorgeous photos, gives a couple of interviews, yeah. nothing away, payday, Great. right? And fair play, right? But the difference with her is she'll do that and then you won't hear from her properly again till like the next thing or whatever. Yeah. She's never done an Instagram ad or anything mm. like modern. No. She has to promote stuff. She has to make some cash. Fine. Yeah. She'll do a campaign, you know, and then she'll occasionally do stuff like this, which is kind of rare even for her. But, you know, like you say, she should never know about paying bills. Like, yeah. she should never know what a reel is. No. You know? No. She's just, she's analogue. She's listening to her record player. Imagine explaining to Kate Moss the drama with Instagram right now. Oh, no. no. I bet Kate Moss has never looked at anybody she's fucked on Instagram. <laughs> never. But I bet she's been on holiday with them all. I bet she types with one finger. Yeah. <laughs> I bet she does. <laughs> I also love that she's that she's friends with all of her exes, which is also a trait of mine. Oh, even Pete? Um, she's apparently, they send each other Christmas cards. But That's so cool. But everyone's got their one Pete, which you can't talk to because it was too intense. It, yeah. It was yeah. too much. It was of its time. It should never be touched again. Um, but yeah, apparently, they, apparently, they that's their that's the thing. And he said he's just he's actually just written an autobiography, um, mm. and I think she's in it a little bit. And there's a few nice sort of little uh, mm. sort of tidbits about her um, and how volatile their relationship was. And then she he said that she, she's called him once since, and it was just out of the blue, and it was just a little chat, and that was it. Mm. I know, yeah. I do find them very romantic. I do as well. Just because I think you just—it's nice to see when people are like that in love. Yeah, it's, a, it's nice to see. It is nice to see. Yeah, this whole thing about like oh, PDAs and stuff. I feel none of that. No, I'm so pro PDA. I think as it's people yeah. who follow me on Instagram will know. <laughs> no, I was actually telling my friend about that today. I was just like, yeah, I was watching Caroline Snogger boyfriend on Instagram, and I was like, fucking go on, girl. Yes, <laughs> yes, please. He's just very fit, and everyone should know. He is a hot daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Gavin Day Appreciation Club. You are. Yeah. You, were, you were one of the founding members of the Gavin Day yeah, Appreciation Club. Uh, yeah, I've been I'm an OG, Gavin yeah. Day. Yeah, Bad. The original badges, yeah. <laughs> I collected the ring pulls for the Gavin Day. <laughs> for the Gavin Day Memorial Can. <laughs> After this, Google the Gavin Day are going to go through the roof. Anyway, we should wrap up, but you have so much stuff to promote. You are going to be in Edinburgh this year. Uh, yes, I am, yeah. What when, dates? And where? I am How? up there from the uh, 6th to the 17th. I might actually be up there a bit longer, but I'll be doing my own show, 6th to the 17th. It's called Woman in Progress. Uh, it's a 45-minute show. It's on at 5.45. It's so funny. It's Oh, yeah, you came to the... I saw yeah. Woman in Progress, yeah. And it's hopefully going to be a little bit funnier because I, I keep doing previews, pulling them out my arse every night. I've got one tonight. Uh, yes, come and see me there, 5.45 at Southsider. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see... Yeah. And you just Alexandra Haddo on Instagram? Yeah, Alexandra Haddo. Yeah, and if you want to come to my indie night, follow indie.amnesty on... When's the next one? Instagram, hopefully end of September in London. Mm. We're just trying to get a like get summer out of the way. Real back to school disco, full on. Let everyone yeah. have three weeks on their juice cleanse and then fuck it all up again. Yes, yeah, yes. I haven't been to one in a while, but this one is in the diary. Yeah, definitely. For sure. yeah. yeah, come. And we did one at the Libertines Hotel, so there's my Kate Moss connection. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, Kate, come. Yeah, <laughs> Kate, do you want to come to my indie night, please? <laughs> I spin loads of records and dance loads. Oh my God, can you imagine anything she would hate more? Oh my God, I know. I would be dead though. I'd be dead three minutes in. I know. Maybe she'll listen. I don't know. I know. Maybe Not many will. people have done like podcast retrospectives on her career. Because I looked for them when I was researching yeah. her. This is what I mean. Why She's... has no one done a big thing on her? Because I guess there's too little information. Because yeah. she likes it that way. Yeah. Oh, and also if you are a huge fan of Kate Moss, um, there is an account on Instagram called Where's Mossy. Uh, that's amazing that's oh. got like uh, they post kind of you know amazing iconic images throughout the years but they also post um, public images that like her friends have shared of just like you know her oh. having a nice time oh I'm gonna yeah it's very it's very nice my yeah. favourite image of her and the, it's an image I only know because of you because I think it was your work desktop background <laughs> it was her very like Barbie shoot that very LA Barbie shoot she oh did. yes actually one of the ones that was a web fee was one of those <laughs> that was for Vanity Fair she looks like incredible like a little yeah and yeah and there's one for ID that's really scuzzy that you should look up where she's wearing a short white blonde wig and it's just she can just do anything she looks fucking great we love Kate we love Kate thanks everyone please be my friend <laughs> <laughs> This has been Sentimental Garbage, and I've been Caroline O'Donoghue. The podcast was produced and edited by me, with mix and music by Harry Harris, and artwork by Gavin Day. If you'd like to email me about the pod, you can do so on sentimentalpod at gmail.com, or get in touch with me directly on Twitter or Instagram at ZaraLine. <laughs>